Welcome to Dental Assistant Nation, powered by Ignite DA. This podcast is designed to empower, enlighten, and educate dental assistants, helping them have a more fulfilling career and enjoy their day more. Join us as we tackle some of the hottest topics in dental assisting. Now, here's your host, Ignite DA co-founder, Kevin Henry. So welcome to episode 16 of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. I'm your host, Kevin Henry, the co-founder of Ignite DA, and thank you for taking a few minutes out of your busy schedule uh, to be a part of this podcast. And I've also got to say a big thank you uh, to my friend who's on the phone with us today, who's going to be my special guest today, Angela Smith out of Virginia. How are you today, my friend? I'm good. How are you? I am great. You know, you and I got to hang out in Virginia Beach not long ago with the Virginia Dental Assistance Association. It was so good to catch up with you while I was there. It was. You know, it was a good afternoon. It, it was. A whole good day, actually. Yeah, good day. you know, gosh, absolutely. Well, hey, I know who you are, but tell, tell our listeners, just, just give us a, a quick, uh, you know, a bio of who Angela Smith is and what's going on. Well, I've been a dental assistant for 25 years, um, clinically and administratively, and now I teach dental assisting at Fortis College in Virginia, and I also teach dental materials to dental hygiene students at Virginia Commonwealth University. You are an educator. That's what we're going to I am an educator. <laughs> but you know, one of the th- reasons that I've got you on the show today, other than it's a great excuse for you and I to catch up for just a minute, is that there's something really pretty cool happening in your life. And, and I wondered if you would just kind of talk about this next step that you've decided to take and maybe why you decided to take it. Okay. So go for it. Hey. <laughs> well, where do I start? Yeah. Um, I became a certified dental assistant in 2009 because I had to, yeah. not because where I live required it. Yep. In order to become uh, a teacher in a dental assisting program, you have to click a couple of boxes. You have to be CPR certified. You have to have a bachelor's degree. You have to have so many uh, years of actual working experience. And you have to be a certified dental assistant. Well, I had all those other things, but I didn't have that CDA. So I had to take that test. I didn't necessarily want to because I didn't need it, but I ended up taking it. And ever since then, um, that's really all I've done is just take it, do the 12 hours every year to get keep this certification and move on. And recently I've decided and I've changed jobs. I changed from one program to another program teaching and a light bulb went on that it was more about what you can do with your education, even after you have your education, than just listening to webinars or reading continuing education articles or going to seminars. It's about making sure you understand everything that there is to know about dental assisting and keeping it real in your life, making sure that you are up to date on everything that you can be up to date on. So what do you think kind of clicked that switch for you where all of a sudden it was like have to do it versus want to do it? I was at Hinman in March, mm-hmm. and you get that little badge um, 
with your name and your title, well, not your title, but your, what, what your role is in dentistry, dentist, yep. hygienist, assistant. Yep. And I'd never been to any kind of dental convention before. This was the first one I'd ever been to. Um, and I got that badge and I went to my seminars and then I went into the exhibit hall and I went to the Danby booth and it's, I got this thing before that said, come by the Danby booth and show your wallet card and we'll give you a gift. Yep. So I went thinking, you know, it's going to be some cheesy little pen, which I did get a pen and it writes really well. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear yeah, that. It's always a, <laughs> I, and I love a good writing pen, you know, as a teacher, you love a good writing pen, but they also gave two other little things, and one was a handy little portable cell phone charger that I absolutely adore as well, but they give you a ribbon that goes on the bottom of that badge that yeah. says Danby CDA, yep. and I didn't put it on there immediately because it was my last day there, so um, I just I, I put it in my wallet, and I got home, and then I attached it to it, and I hung that little badge next to my desk in my office at home, and a few days later, I looked at that, and I don't know, something just changed in my brain. That meant so much more than just three little letters after my name. That's cool. And that's when I decided to take the next step, and actually, it was when I was in Virginia Beach at your seminar, and they were talking about the ADAA and the VDAA, and yeah. I was looking through the little educational book, and I saw that fellowship area, and yeah. I started reading about it again. I'd read about it before, and I started reading about it again, and I was just, I went, that's the next step. Wow, that's cool. The, the, the light bulb went on that it's about so much more than just clicking a box or because you have to do something. Yeah. You do it because it makes you a better person in your career. You know, and, and you and I were talking before, before we started recording this, that you live in a state where assistants don't have to do a whole lot to actually work in a dental practice. And, and you know, exactly. you, and, and you see this from being an educator and you've seen this through, you know, throughout your career. So I, I admire that you've got all of a sudden this passion, you know, that it's kind of reignited, uh, you know, uh, inside you that. You know, yeah, it's not just about checking the box, but it's about that next step. And I think it's really, really cool that you're doing this. Well, thank you. So what's, what, what is the next step? I mean, uh, you know, you talked about us as a fellowship. So what all is this going to entail and, and why? What's, what's your big motivator for doing this? You know, my mother asked me that earlier today <laughs> well, and we, I didn't ha I didn't really have an answer for her well her, your, your mom and I talk all the time you know so hey. I, I know I figured you did <laughs> I'm sure you have a direct line um and I that well, I, I, I stuttered then just like I'm doing it well, now okay. I mean you know. I just I feel like stu my students because they look to me and they have for the last 10 years, they 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 think that a teacher, no matter what you teach, they think the, te the teacher is the absolute authority on everything sure. of that subject. Sure. And I, I know next to nothing about almost everything I teach some days. <laughs> and I'm told, you know so much. And I'm like, the reason I know so much is because I read 
and I don't like to read. I really don't. Yeah. But when it's something that I'm passionate about or something that I'm truly interested in, I will read it. So I spend, I spend an extraordinary amount of time reading about dentistry. And I thought to myself, I should put this to better use than just for me. So I felt uh, pursuing the fellowship actually shows my students that learning doesn't end. Yeah, good point. And you have to keep learning, even as an educator, because if you fail to continue to learn, you cannot get your message across to the student. Well, and, and, and I think it's really cool that, you know, this is something where you're at the point in your career where you could coast. Let's be honest here. You absolutely oh, I could. could. Yeah, absolutely. You, you, you know, but but to, to know that there's something else out there and another goal, I think that's really a, a very uh, a cool thing as far as just sets a good tone for anybody listening out there, you know, and, I, and, and I've got several friends in the assisting world who keep getting those acronyms and keep wanting to, to work toward their next degree. And I've, I'm thrilled that you're, you're, uh, you know, in that subset now. I am too. <laughs> so what, what advice would you give, you know, cause you know, again, you've, you've done this a little while, you know, what, what advice would you give to, to maybe an assistant who's kind of in that point in his or her career you know what sparked it in you and what do you think could spark it in them to kind of re re uh, discover why they're doing this and and the joy of learning maybe the first thing i would say is if you haven't been to one pick a convention and go to it even if it's just your state associations mm -hmm. um and and go and hopefully your doctor your, your dentist will pay for it for, or at least let you tag along with him or her um, on that on that trip because there's it's it's a way you can get together with other people in your profession and talk to other assistants not just the ones you see every day wherever it is you live or wherever it is you work and if you live in a major metropolitan area or even a minor one like I do um, you see a lot of dental offices in there and you may not ever meet those people and if you go to Hinman or your state association, which that is the you know the Georgia Association, yep. um, or you you go to Greater New York or any of those, which those are now dreams, bucket list next. Cool, I like it. Um, you get to meet people from different parts of the country that have different duties than you do. Yeah, because not every state's exactly the same which is the beauty of dental assisting. And I tell my students all the time, just because you live in Virginia doesn't mean you're never going to move someplace else. Although they look at me and go, I'm never leaving where I live. Of course. I don't understand that, right. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know where life's going to take you. So you have to think about what might be next. Even if it's so far away that you're not, you're almost sure it's not going to happen. But I've had several students who have left Virginia and moved to North Carolina is the one where I have two that have moved to. And they both said, I'll never leave Virginia. And yeah. their husbands got transferred. Sure. It happens. So, Absolutely. So they, they had to go through the whole thing of contacting the North Carolina State Board and finding out what they could and couldn't do. And that's an easy transition. 
because North Carolina and Virginia have similar laws when it comes to what dental assistants need to practice in the state. But if you left either of those states and went to Florida or Tennessee, those are the first two that come off. They have state tests you have to take That's for true. certain things. Yep. Um, if you move to Pennsylvania, I have a friend that moved there, and she transitioned to be um, an office manager because she didn't want to take the radiology test because she would have either had to have taken the Danby radiology test or the Pennsylvania radiology test. Um, and I was like, all right. I have another friend that lives in Arizona that would love to go back to work as a dental assistant, but it's been so long since she's done it, she's afraid she wouldn't pass the test. Yeah. So I tell my students, at a minimum, Take the radiology part of the test. Take the radiation health and safety part because it never expires and it's transferable across the 39 states, I think is what it is. And why not? Yeah. You're always going to be able to get a job if you have the, the minimum that's required in a state. But why stop at the minimum? Why not go for the next step and the next step until you have what it is that makes you irreplaceable. And that's what it comes down to. Even if that next step is out of dental assisting and into dental hygiene, sure, do it. Do it. Uh, if you want to go to dental school, I tell them, do it. I, I mean, I have, I have several. I have 11 former students that have either gone to and graduated from hygiene school or about to graduate or going to graduate next year or going to enter next year into hygiene school. And it, it makes me so proud that they want to continue and go forth. And I have another student that her ultimate goal is to go to hygiene or to go to dental school. I love so it. you don't, you don't stop just because you reach one, one goal. You've always got to have that next step in, in mind, or you're not going to reach your full potential. You're going to become stagnant and nobody needs to be stagnant. I could not have said any bit that better myself. Well done. And, and I, and, and I agree with you, you know, one thing that I, I talk to assistants about around the country is get to know other assistants, you know, and like you say, in other States even, you know, and talk uh -huh. about how things are, what challenges they have. I, I love that advice and why stop at the minimum? I mean, that's a, right. that's such a great point you made my friend. It really is. So, and, and you don't have to go to a convention or a, what, your state meeting to meet those you can go on facebook and join any and like the last month there's been like so many groups on facebook for dental assistants to join yep just join one of those you can you can do it on social you can meet and greet on social media just as easily as you can face to face and if you're that person that doesn't like to talk to other people face to face then you don't have to. Absolutely. You can just type it in and let it go. Put the question in there. Somebody's going to answer you. Somebody's going to give you an answer. Nice. Well, and you know, and, and I'm glad that you mentioned the, the time together at the, the VDAA, you know, because we, we really want to promote all the good things that the dental assisting national board does. The American dental assistance association does so many of the state dental assistant associations do, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, ignite DA, ADAA, Danby, VDAA, the Nebraska Dental Assistance Association, all of us get together and we want to raise up assistance and we want to, to them to be the, the best healthcare providers that they can be. And part of that is just like you said, don't stop at the minimum. Keep pushing don't, yourself. 
Exactly. Don't stop at the minimum. Yep. Well, Angela, thank you for joining me today. I mean, your, your message, I love it. And seriously, I commend you for not stopping and, and kind of rediscovering that whole uh, fire. Fire in your belly, as my grandpa used to say. So I think that's cool. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, and, and this is certainly something that if you've got a question about next steps, what you could do to reignite your passion, hey, drop us a line on the Ignite DA Facebook page. We are always glad to help you out. Just uh, come on board. I'll put you in touch with Danby or ADAA or whoever it is that you want to take that next step, and we'll make sure that you aren't just settling for what is and you're pushing toward what could be. So thank you for joining us. Episode 16 of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast. Make sure that you're subscribing to us on iTunes so that you get the latest uh, versions dropped right to you and you know the minute that, th that they are done. So for now, signing off, this is Kevin Henry, the co-founder of Ignite DA. Go out, be the best dental assistant that you can be.